Hello, and welcome to Morning Prayer at St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Edison, New Jersey. Today is Friday, and we're in the season of ordinary time, and this is the third week after Pentecost. We begin our time of prayer in silence. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Visit us with your salvation, and sustain us with your gracious Spirit. O come, let us worship and praise. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving. And raise a loud shout to the Lord with psalms. For you, Lord, are a great God and a great ruler above all gods. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. In your hand are the caverns of the earth. The heights of the hills are also yours. The sea is yours, for you made it, and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord our Maker. For the Lord is our God, and we are the people of God's pasture and the sheep of God's hand. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. You have been born anew through the living and abiding word of God. A reading from Romans chapter 6, beginning at verse 1. What then are we to say? Should we continue in sin in order that grace may increase? By no means. How can we who died to sin go on living in it? Do you not know that all of us who were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? Therefore, we were buried with him by baptism into death. So that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, so we also might walk in newness of life. For if we have been united with him in a death like his, we will certainly be united with him in a resurrection like his. We know that our old self was crucified with him, so that the body of sin might be destroyed, so that we might no longer be enslaved to sin. For whoever has died is freed from sin. But if we died with Christ, we believe that we will also live with him. We know that Christ, being raised from the dead, will never die again. Death no longer has dominion over him. The death he died, he died to sin once for all. But the life he lives, he lives to God. So all of you must consider yourselves dead to sin and alive to God in Christ Jesus. The good news is that Jesus died to take away our sins and to make us right with God. And he was raised from the dead to give us new and enduring life in fellowship with the Father, through the Son, in the Holy Spirit. All of this is ours freely, as a gift given out of steadfast love and mercy. Not because we earned it or because we are worthy, but exactly because we are not worthy and cannot ever earn God's love or favor. This is why we worship God, why we praise God, why we give thanks to God, glorify God, and tell the story of the good news about Jesus Christ. Because God has transformed even our sin from shame to God's glory, has taken away our reproach and instead crowned it with the story of God's enduring love and mercy for us and for the whole world. 
But it does not take long for us to reason that if Jesus died to take away our sins, and if God is glorified in God's steadfast love and mercy, that we have all the more reason to sin. If Jesus has died to take away our sins, we need not even worry about sin. We can simply continue sinning. We continue life as it normally has been. Jesus will continue with forgiving, and we will thank God for being so kind as to look past all that we are, all that we say, and all that we do. All that we do to ourselves, all that we do to God, and all that we do to one another. So these analogies that we use to explain what Jesus does for us, one like is like taking a shower every day, and two is drawn from the Old Testament sacrificial system, even though we don't know very much about that. But each of these tell us something about our relationship with God and the grace that we now have access to through Christ. But they each have their own limits. And the limit we keep bumping up against is this kind of merry-go-round of sin and forgiveness and good works that keeps us spinning and running every way until everything gets all spun and mixed up together. So instead, the analogy that Paul uses in this passage breaks us out of that kind of a spin cycle of sin and forgiveness, sin and forgiveness, sin and forgiveness, that rinse and repeat. For Paul, life in Christ is a matter of death and life, to quote the interpretive uh, work of the late theologian Gerhard Ferdi. In our baptism, we die with Christ, as St. Paul says right here. It is not we who stand by and watch as Jesus suffers what we should have suffered, but instead, in our baptism, God takes us and joins us to the death. It becomes our crucifixion. This body of sin is put to death with Christ. That is the horror we see on the cross. It is us at our best. It is us at our worst. But nevertheless, it is us in our baptism who die with Christ. Our baptism then is also, though, our resurrection from the dead and the start of a new life, a life sustained by the gift of the Holy Spirit poured out on us in our baptism that connects us to God forever. But why it is so important for us to remember that the Christian life begins with death in baptism is that death is the end. It is the end of the old creature. It is the end of an old way of life and the start of something new. It is a death and a resurrection. It is this death also that silences all the demands and accusations of the law. The law never extends beyond death. The executed no longer lives under condemnation because they have paid in full for their crime. Now, raised from the dead in Christ, we are raised to live with him in faith and in hope of resurrection to eternal life. And and because we have died with Christ and now live with Christ beyond that condemnation, we are free to live in an entirely new way, free to live for Christ, free to live as God intended. The law and its demands and its accusations no longer exercise the same power of death over us. Sin and death no longer hold us because we have peace with God peace that was in our death and now in the joy of our resurrection and in the hope of the resurrection and the life of the world to come. And since we have been raised with Christ, we are now free to live freely and fully in love for God and our neighbor. And so, yes, it is certainly true that Jesus died to take away our sin, but it is also true that in our baptism we are joined to Christ's death and resurrection. We die with Christ, 
so that we can live with Christ. If we have been united with him in a death like his, St. Paul says, and we remind each other as we stand at funerals, so we have been reunited with him in a resurrection like his, might live to the glory of God. Christianity is not a spectator sport where Jesus does all of the work and we look on aimlessly. It is not a car wash. It is a matter of our death and now our new life in Christ. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Blessed are you, Lord, the God of Israel. You have come to your people and set them free. You have raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of your servant David. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Through your holy prophets, you promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us, to show mercy to our forebears, and to remember your holy covenant. This was the oath you swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship you without fear, holy and righteous before you all the days of our life. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. And you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare the way, to give God's people the knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Mighty God of mercy, we thank you for the resurrection dawn, bringing the glory of our risen Lord, who makes every day new. Especially, we thank you for the sustaining goodness of your creation, for the new creation in Christ and all gifts of healing and forgiveness, for the gifts of relationship with others, for the communion of faith in your church. For what else are we thankful? Merciful God of might, renew this weary world. Heal the hurts of all of your children and bring about your peace for all in Christ Jesus, the living Lord. We ask that you would protect us this day from all harm and danger. We ask that you would keep us from all sin and all evil. We ask that our life and our actions may now please you. Into your hands we commend ourselves, our bodies, our souls, and all that is ours. Let your holy angels be with us so that the wicked foe may have no power over us. We pray for those who govern the nations of the world. We pray for all who work for peace and international harmony. We pray for people who are ravaged by strife or warfare, harassed and helpless, for the sick, the suffering, the mourning, for all who strive to save this earth from carelessness and destruction, and for the Church of Jesus Christ in every land. For who else, for what else do we pray today? Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. May the Holy Spirit fill you with all new life in abundant joy. And Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, bless and preserve us now and forever. Amen.